Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday Q&A. This is a pre-recorded Q&A. We did this one last Wednesday because uh, Lynette is on vacation this week. And so that's why we're wearing the same exact outfit. Lynette always wants to have a different outfit for you. And I did a break one today. Did, couldn't make it happen. Uh. So it's green two weeks in a row. So that's why, that's why it is the way it is. But if you're tuning in for the first time, we take your questions, submit to us via email to questions at itmtrading.com. We put them on a screen, read them live, so you get a real, true, organic response. We'll jump right in. George K. asks, what comes first, CBDCs or an uncontrolled spike in the 10-year yield? Well, time is going to tell what the correct answer is, but my bet would be the spike in the 10-year yield. Because uh, we're already there, and then the crisis that unfolds from this will justify their bringing in the CBDCs because the Fed now accounts have already been set up. So that's just a button push to give people money, newly created money. So I would say the spike in 10-year yields first and then the crisis that unfolds will justify and everybody will, you know, okay, save me, Mr. Bill, and justify the introduction of the CBDCs. Who's Mr. Bill? Oh, oh, that's my age. Edgar, you didn't know who Mr. Bill was, did you? You didn't either. <laughs> Saturday Bill. Night Live, they used to have this little skit, and it was like a little, um, if I'm thinking about the right skit, it was like Gumby and his horse, and it's like, save me, Mr. Bill, save me. Have to look that one up. All right, Richard Diaz, what will happen if there's a blowout in the bond market? It's will like credit... rock and roll hoochie coo, right? I mean, anybody yeah, that's my we, age absolutely knows know that, what that is. Well, I, know, I, know that, I know that song. <laughs> that one's just more prevalent. I didn't make it up. Save me, Mr. Bill. Richard Diaz, what will happen <laughs> if there's a funny. blowout in the bond markets? Will credit mm -hmm. markets freeze? What happens to our credit and debit card balances? So a blowout in the bond market would mean that, yeah, credit markets would, boom, freeze, kind of similar to what we saw back in 2008, where within 24 hours, and you were in the mortgage business then too, so you remember this, you know, 24 hours, everything was like shut down. Now your balances won't go away. I'm sorry, but they don't. Uh, so those would continue to accumulate but you wouldn't be able to, also what we saw in 2008 was a lot of people lost the ability to get more credit. So right, even and if your you limits had, kept shrinking. Exactly. So yeah, it'll be a complete credit contraction and that, but your credit card balances won't go away. They'll, they'll be charged more interest. You better be able to pay them off. And, and in fact, I do think that now is a great time to make sure that your variable rate credit cards or any, any debt that you have on variable rates, you probably want to get that taken care of sooner than later because um, I think interest rates will continue to spike here. I mean, we may get a little reprieve just like, oh, the yield curve was inverted. Oh, we got to fix that because we don't want anybody to know that a recession, you know, is coming. Guess what? It's coming anyway. It's too late. However, whatever. And yeah, that's exactly what will happen. The markets will freeze. Uh, your ability to borrow will, will be strictly, it, it'll be limited at best or non-existent. And that's what happens. All right, so Eugene MS. Analysts are saying that market, the market will crash sooner or later mm -hmm. and offer advice 
of investing in commodities. So if you invest in gold mining stocks, silver stocks, uranium stocks, and when the crash occurs, will it affect those stocks too? Of course it will. I mean, I, I will tell you that being a new stockbroker on Black Monday in 1987 was probably the single best day that I could have ever been a stock market uh, stockbroker because it did not matter when these markets crashed, no matter how safe and secure you thought those stocks were, no matter how blue chip those stocks were, everything crashed. Now, after there, you had a lot of volatility, et cetera, and that was really the start of a bull market, not into a bear market, but still, um, yeah, I think the market could be rushing, like, in here, I mean, we've got to look at the level of volatility that's happening right now. And also keep in mind that so much of the rise in the stocks were due to the ability to take on more debt, right? Whether it's margin debt or corporations borrowing to buy back stocks or, or all of that. So as interest rates rise, it becomes more expensive to borrow so you don't have that support of the markets like you have since really 2008. And you can see that shift uh, in, you know, I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of what your Denny says when I see him on an interview, but his graphs and charts are gorgeous. So I use them all the time. And anybody can go in and look at uh, margin, versus S&P 500 or whatever. And if you just study it, you'll see the shift in it. So uh, I actually think that the crash will probably happen sooner rather than later. And uh, if you're going to invest in commodities, make it physical, make it in your possession, make it monetary commodities, so gold and silver. Michael S. asks, <clears throat> When Lynette discusses her calculation for the fundamental value of gold, she uses total U.S. debt versus total world gold supply. Why does she use these figures as opposed to total U.S. debt versus total U.S. gold? You can do it for country to country, and it would look a lot higher. I actually look at total debt, world debt against world supply, because this is a global issue. So, yeah, I don't just use U.S. debt to world gold supply. I use, but you could do it, U.S. debt to U.S. gold. But it would, I think when I did it, it came out to something like over 50,000, 55,000 an ounce. And that was a long time ago. So it'd be substantially higher than that now. Well, and that would depend on each country, too. They, well, then you would have to do it to each country. Right. But the reality is, is this is a global issue, and this reset will also be global. So I do look at global debt. Now, I don't, I don't often go into the weeds of that uh, because you'd have to... They, it's not like they make any of this easy. So I do it easy. I use the world debt clock. I mean, that's kind of easy. And then also the world gold supply. But yeah, I don't do it U.S. to world. I do it world to world. Okay, so Russell H. asks, I'm holding enough cash to pay bills through 2022. I'm debating, should I convert some of that to gold? 
Well, Russell, that's kind of hard to say because are you saying that you have absolutely zero income right. coming in? <laughs> you know, are you retired already? If you have income coming in to pay your bills, is it enough to pay your bills? Is it more than what you need to pay your bills? So there's really, you know, that's the whole point of actually talking to a consultant where they can ask you personal questions to determine, you know, what your circumstances are and what your goals are. Um, I hold enough cash personally. And I remember I'm running a business, so I have salaries to pay. So therefore, I have to take all of that into consideration as well. Uh, but I hold enough cash for like three months. But I also have income coming in. Right. So it just, it, it really depends. I think you should call us or, you know, click on the Calendly link and, and have a seat. Because I can't just say, sure. Um, well, Ann, do you have gold and silver now? Correct. Because if you don't, you better get some. Correct. All right. Well, that right. Was, that's the quickest Q&A I think we've ever done. Well, you know what? I don't think that, I think that is, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. We like to, I, I always try and give them a variety of times Keep them so shorter. that no matter what time you have, yeah, there's something to accommodate it. But I am getting ready to go on a longer vacation to Hawaii, Maui, actually, at the Grand Waialea, and we are having a very small, small, small and intimate group discussion where I'll talk about where we are at that point inside of the trend cycle, but I'm more excited about being able to talk about the things that I don't really, I'm not able to talk about online for YouTube obvious reason. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have some good discussions on this stuff. And plus, bring your questions, you know, and, and let's have that conversation on a personal one-to-one -one basis because we're keeping this very, very, very small. So if you haven't already, I'll repeat, just click that calendar link below and get your own strategy put together. The foundation should be gold and silver, but it does include food, water, energy, security, barterability, your wealth preservation community and shelter. So just stop. If you've been procrastinating, please stop. It's not going to serve you well. Get it done. And, uh, you know, if you like this, please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you leave a comment and share, share, share. Because without any doubt at all, it is time to cover your assets in every single way that you can. Seriously, I mean, look around at the world. It, it's, it's crisis to crisis to crisis. But I hope that you stay very safe until we meet again. Take care. Bye-bye.